0: Hello to our listeners. We are Kristen,
1: Jesse, Brandon, Summer, and Velvet,
0: a group of graduate students in Miami University's Project Dragonfly program. We are spread across three time zones, but are united by a deep concern for environmental justice around the world. We look forward to a day when there is an equal distribution of environmental risks and benefits among all people, there is a true recognition of each person's environmental experiences, and all people have an equal voice in the political processes surrounding environmental policy. Decision-making processes around environmental justice issues are usually complex, so we interviewed a number of people with lots of real-world experience to find out how they work for environmental justice some of the challenges they have faced, and their recommendations for the best ways that we can all get involved in creating a more environmentally just world. Deborah Rice Carter came to her position as Community Outreach Manager of Earth Dance Organic Farm School by being a curious neighbor. That curiosity eventually led her to take produce to the local schools to introduce kids to fresh veggies Contact food pantries to arrange donations of the farm's produce, give lots of tours, and talk to everyone she can about the farm and the work it is doing to help secure access to healthy produce in mostly African-American North St. Louis County. Deborah tries to get as many people to come to the farm as possible because she has found that the experience can be transformative. Although African-American herself, Deborah noted that it can be challenging for her to reach the local community. As she expressed it, there is a trust issue between African-Americans and Caucasians. The locals don't know much about organic farming and don't trust someone coming in to tell them how to do things differently when they aren't interested in changing. But Deborah is a steward of her community, so she keeps listening to people and trying to let them know about the benefits of organically grown food. Deborah's advice to those wanting to become involved in environmental justice is to practice care for the environment at home get educated and get involved in environmental justice organizations. What I learned from her is to never give up. If you keep being curious, learning and talking to people, you will end up making a difference. I spoke with Aviana Vess, an activist with the People's Lobby in Chicago. What struck me from our conversation was the emphasis on education and connection. If you want people to hear your message, it is important to make it relevant to them. Avi had a fantastic example where they had helped design a board game based on the federal energy system, where through the game, the players had the chance to really understand and see how the energy market works. The game was set in such a way that the the coal companies would always win, and over time, the players started to realize this on their own. Avi believes that people do and would care about environmental justice issues, if they knew about the issues and understood them. That's why one of the most important challenges to focus on is how to build those connections and pathways to people. If you want to get involved with environmental justice yourself, it is important to find an organization that is aligned
2: with your own beliefs.
0: Avi puts it best.
2: Find an organization that seems to be aligned with your current morals. See what they're doing. Go in and and See if they're doing the work that sounds right to you. Because really what this comes back to is where is your vested interest? Where is your personal interest? Like, Why are you specifically getting involved in environmental justice? Like it's probably everybody's gonna have a different reason. Everybody's gonna have a different origin story and that's important to you like know why you're there and I'm not saying don't go if you can't put it in a picture but that's the first step that you're gonna take once you're there I got the opportunity to talk with Dr. Emmanuel Fundira, who's president of the Safari Operators Association of Zimbabwe. Through his research, he has found that community access to wildlife is essential not only for the future of wildlife, but also for those who regularly interact with this wildlife. His work with Operators Professional Hunters Association in Southern Africa led him to a partnership with Safari Club International and in the creation of initiatives to begin dialogue between many countries across sub-Saharan Africa in regards to sustainable use and best conservation practices that involve local communities. Dr. Fandera pointed out to me that problems exist between wildlife and the local community members who deal with them on a daily basis and is continually working on ways that local community voices can be heard, especially for those who may lack the resources but may be under utterly dependent on the wildlife and landscape of the area for survival. This has led Dr. Fundira to try and find other ways for local communities to receive benefits from this wildlife by getting these communities to understand the incredible value that their wildlife represents. According to Dr. Fundira, conservation methods in Southern Africa are trying to be very inclusive, and it's crucial that all community members have a voice, given the many different cultures that exist in Southern Africa, so that all can feel that they have an equal share in benefiting from the wildlife. The takeaway message that I received from Dr. Frontier was that knowledge and training is a critical part in ensuring that all local communities can be involved in processes that influence their livelihoods and futures. Also stressing that communities need to be their own proponents in creating change for themselves because these will be the changes that ultimately last long term.
1: In my interview with Ruth Coleman, a former California State Parks director and current board member of the Friends of the Los Angeles River, she discussed the issue of representation in decision-making to drive action to achieve environmental justice.
0: To the office of an African-American state senator from the Baldwin Hills area, Southern California. And he was just talking to the director, whose name was Rusty Reyes. He goes, Rusty? You guys, you state parks, you are irrelevant to me and my district. You are irrelevant. You don't exist in our district. We don't know what you do. You're just there for all those other white people up north coast. You don't exist to us. And it was just a very blunt reminder that the park system hadn't focused on creating parks in urban areas. There were a few here and there. I mean, after when you look at L.A., there's actually little ones here and there, but nothing. The big investments had not occurred.
1: This brokered the Urban Park Initiative through which California poured money into urban state parks to create better access for all California residents and tourists to enjoy the environment. Ruth built from her work in the Parks Department to state that moving forward, environmental justice needs the input of people on a local level and in community involvement, even through just sitting in on council meetings to see what actions are up for vote. In terms of getting involved, everyone can do it, it's about making the time and showing up for the issues that matter and affect you and your community.
0: Larry Sell talks about how to help communities see and understand better environmental practices. Help them to have the tools which would be if they're aware that the most important tools are their hands their heart and their mind that technologies are going to change as the needs change and 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 are they capable of learning how to access the resources they need to move into something new and different. And you have that kind of confidence. Right? So you're, so if you really focus on the per, per person, they will ad- adapt and adopt. right? They'll adapt to new, new, new changes in the environment, which is huge down in Central America because the, the climate change is huge, and, and they can adopt new practices.
1: In summation, we hope our interviews and their insights help you to start taking action in your community today.